show me your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me your news. Welcome to Show Me Your News. The pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and man, I shouldn't even be here for this podcast. None of us should. <laughs> I'm the Buzzsaw, and I and am he's recently... he's never here. <laughs> I'm never here, and I'm re-addicted to Minecraft. Uh-oh. I'm Tony, and I'm 24 today. Yay! Happy birthday to Tony. That's a, that's a big one. How, yeah, no. how are you? What's 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 the plan for today? Uh, we're going, dude. This Italian restaurant is called Boopa de Beppo's. <laughs> what? No, it's not. It totally is. Nate, <laughs> no. every, Nate, like, would be like, I, I, every time I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, you know, Boopa. And I'm like, Baba de Boopy, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like that Family Guy joke. It is exactly like that Family Guy. Joke. Say it, say it one more time, like the the actual. Name. Boopa de Beppo's. Boopa de Beppo's. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just... Oh, that's not right. That's awesome. not it's right. not right. And then we're going to do laser tag and other stuff. So Sweet. That's awesome. Well, our top stories today for episode 132 of Show Me Your News are part of the Show Me Your News network at showmeyournews.com. Saturday, April 13th, 2013. We have an Xbox 720 rumor roundup, including... The phrase always on and what is associated with that, and also some possible spilled release info. A game studio that is near and dear to our hearts and childhood has shut down. And April Fool's happened a couple weeks ago, so we'll wrap up some of the best ones there. The hilarity of the week. What kind of gamers are best in bed? We've got a story pool out recently, some soapbox. I'm not sure if we'll get to a thought. There's a lot to do on today's show. The Buzzsaw, welcome back. Good Thank to have you. you as always. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's... got to do some Microsoft SmackDown whenever possible. When it's not so- when it's not Sony or other M, I got to do Microsoft. There you go. Mm-hmm. I-, I figured you could not resist. How's life been? What have you been doing with uh, gaming and all that stuff? <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> I I have what's been my personal longest running Minecraft server. Like every time I put up a server for me and my friends, it lasts like maybe maybe two weekends, and then we're all like, eh, whatever. But with patch one point five. Like, I put up a, a server, I got one of those dynamic DNS services, so I don't have to give people my, you know, my IP, or they can, I just give them an address and they can join in. Yeah. And this server's been running, like, ever since 1.5 came out, which is, like, a month or so. Oh. It's, I don't know. Anyway, my longest run, so it's been Minecraft and then just life, just going to work and stuff. Going to work. No, I, I hear you there. I'm not, I'm not level 61 in Borderlands 2 yet. Oh, <laughs> oh <no. laughs> probably we'll, my next question, actually. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we start with the headlines, and there is big rumor news on the Xbox 720 front, also known as Durango. Now, we still don't know an official name yet, but some interesting things happened this week, because if we remember you know, a couple months ago with the, uh, the Sony PlayStation 4 reveal, that was the end of February, there was word that, yeah, Microsoft might have a reveal... Uh, for their console in March. Well, March has come and gone. Well, maybe it might be in late April. Well, it's yeah. getting pretty close, and we haven't heard any concrete info. I don't, I don't know if Microsoft is this kind of marketer, 
But I have mm-hmm. this suspicion with all, with all the reboots, like removing the numbers and the sequel titles, like, you know, rebooting Star Trek was just Star Trek and rebooting SimCity was just SimCity, not SimCity 5. What if they're going to call it just like Xbox, you know, sort of like how Apple did. the I, They didn't call it iPad 3. They just called it the new iPad. That's like a Microsoft theory going just, around. And I think it works for iPad because there are, you know, multiple iterations and people just get kind of lost in the numbers. But... Yeah, you just buy the X- do it anyway. The Xbox was a thing, <laughs> uh-huh. like that was a thing. How, like Xbox Fat and Xbox, like what, what, <laughs> yeah. what's gonna be the distinction there? <laughs> well, now it's looking like late May for such a reveal, but we'll get to that because the big news came on more rumors. We've talked about it on Show Me Your News before how this is a device that is looking to be always on, always connected to the internet. I know, Buzz, you had a really good write-up on Tumblr, and I retweeted on our Show Me News account, so if everyone yeah. wants to go read that. Really, really interesting thoughts. I mean, what, what is your opinion on you know, well, what was discussed about the always-on controversy and what that could mean? Well, the problem, the part of the problem is it's being slightly misinterpreted because always-on, you know, what, what people are getting in a, in a tizzy about is the always-on DRM. That is the word. (laughs) Yeah. Suggesting that, you know, if your your Xbox is not on the internet, you cannot launch your games. Because our current devices are always on, you know, Xbox 360, you know, PS3, and even Wii to a limited extent. They're always on. As long as you have internet, they'll be doing stuff. But they don't restrict you from doing anything if you don't have a connection. You just don't get those online services. But everyone's freaking out because the next Xbox is rumored to be like, completely online and if you're offline for three minutes your game will kick you out even if it's a single player game yeah mm-hmm. and that is very very upsetting but uh just just real quick because you mentioned we being connected i just read something that like all those like virtual all... channels that nobody uses they're gonna get rid <laughs> yeah, of they're, they're shutting down uh, the end of june yeah news channel weather channel me me all the me channels and the what's it called Everybody look at me or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called. Exactly, they were still going. Uh, the everybody votes channel, all that stuff. Yeah, they're all dead soon. <laughs> um, but yes, we're going back to Xbox. Xbox. Um, Xbox. Yes. Always on. Uh, <laughs> always on. Always connected. Uh, I, I, again, that's totally fine for things like you know you want to watch Netflix or new multiplayer gaming and blah blah blah. Like it's. It's totally awesome that they're adding more online services. It's just that little detail of, you know, where they really stop you from playing your games from if you're not online. Mm-hmm. But here's that, That's the part they won't confirm yet. So. Right, and we're not going to find out probably till E3 where they unleash a bunch of details. But here's the, another thing to keep in mind. A lot of these rumors come from people that are using the dev kit and it's probably perfectly reasonable that the dev kits have like insane DRM on them. Mm, like Microsoft never said, "Hey, this is an exact you know reflection of how the final console will be for consumers." No, maybe they're just so like really you know locking down the press and really locking down you know developers and saying, "Hey, you know don't don't uh, share your kits, don't share your details," so they have DRM on the, on the things so they can't be resold or used somewhere else or something. So I I just think that because developers are observing the DRM there, they're turning around and being like, oh, man, you know, it's going to be always on and you, you'll get kicked out of your game and stuff. And really, I just think it's Microsoft watching their developers. Right that now. does fall in line with the rumor that's going around where Microsoft is putting different kinds of camouflage 
on yeah. the devices and the controllers and all that because they saw Sony's controller and all that leak and that was you know a black controller everyone got to see the details and all but right. with the kind of camouflage it kind of distorts the view and so it's might be you know more difficult to discern what something looks like plus they might even have some way of determining who you know who's a system that is based on the camouflage they could kind of pinpoint who is leaking right. so exactly. the camouflage blends into the domestic environment <laughs> it is like a chameleon yes uh, well and that, and that brings us to the other part of the controversy uh, not just the DRM but the fact that your Xbox is always connected and the next Xbox will have a connect built in and it mm-hmm. has to be properly configured and running yeah there's yeah. not a lot of clarity on what that means but the current implication of it is that if it's not set up and seeing you play, it won't like work or something. Right. Like it won't. It won't cooperate and be like, "Hey, your connect is not seeing a lot of stuff. Please readjust it or whatever." Because the Diablo three error. Well, and, and and then there's the other. I don't. I don't know if it's in the headlines here, but then there's also the the people freaking out because Microsoft filed that patent that says mm-hmm. you know we can use a camera to see how many people are watching a movie and charge people accordingly. What? Oh, I haven't heard that. Oh, you haven't heard that one? Well, oh. guess what? They filed a patent. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they have the technology. They have the patent for it. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to use it. Because, like, you know, Sony did the same thing. They did the right, whole patent, right. the RFID used game stuff. Or but, the in-game advertisements, yeah. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean they'll use it. They're just patenting it. and so. But that's why people are freaking out. Is Microsoft patented, you know, you go to watch a movie, and it's like, hey, we see five people on your couch. Well, we're going to charge you the price of five people. And it's like, that's kind of intrusive. Like, yeah, that's that's freaky. That, that, that's more <laughs> freaky than the DRM. DRM just makes me angry, but, you know, that's a privacy issue. I don't, I don't really freak out as much about the, the patents because, like, Sony filed for that, like, play commercials while you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just I just don't see after all the negative reaction anyone doing stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's what I'm saying is it's it's a, it's only scary if they do it. Yeah, exactly. But it's just everyone's freaking out because you know filing the patent obviously means they're thinking about it. With with how this next generation is looking, with how Ouya and these independent people are like trying to jump in now. And offering like better packages and stuff, I don't think they can risk like any of the big three can risk doing crap like that. Mm. I think they can though. That's that's what worries me is I think they're becoming more audacious each generation. Yeah, but now they're gonna have more competition. But they they turn a blind eye to it. Well, like Microsoft and Sony are both always like, oh, we don't compete with yeah, iPad. We do iPhone. our own thing. Yeah. Yeah, we do our own thing. Even though like the iPhone, I, the what's it called? iPhone App Store, iTunes App yeah. Store, Apple App Store. Anyway, so just full of games. And it's, yeah, <laughs> App Store, chewing chewing into their sales like crazy. So they should be worried, but they're just choosing not to be. Right. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo is pretty aware of it, but th- they continue to make dumb decisions and like look at the Wii <laughs> right now. Well, there's a lot of pressure for Nintendo. I don't know why Sony and Xbox don't have this pressure, but Nintendo has all this pressure to be like, look, give up hardware. Just start selling software. You oh, know, yeah. Put yeah. put Mario, put Metroid, put it on the iPhone, put it on other consoles and stuff. It's the easy thing to do right now. Yeah. People, people like to do the Nintendo hating. The old the old Sega route. <laughs> right. Well, um, now, can I can I rail on Adam Orth now? Um. 
soon. I wanted to make one more point before <laughs> okay. we give Adam Orth a, a vocal podcast-based slashing, however dangerous that may be. Um, the other thing with the always online issue is that they've looked at uh, you know de- supposed dev kits, compared it to you know those Xbox manuals that leaked out a while ago, and it's looking like the Xbox, well, the next Xbox, 720, Durango, what have you, has an HDMI in port that in addition awesome. to an HDMI out. Yes. Now, this kind of goes in line with you have uh, different people reporting that this is going to be, you know, Microsoft's going to make a big push to interact with TVs and DVRs and the like mm-hmm. to add, you know, supplemental uh, kind of coverage, but just to kind of blend and not really make the box like the whole media center in one technically, but to kind of interact with the TV you're already getting and yeah. kind of enhance the experience with the new connect and all that stuff, voice control, all these kind of things. What that would mean is essentially your DVR would take the HDMI out of that, plug it into the new Xbox, then HDMI out from the Xbox to the TV. Mm-hmm. And so the Xbox being always on, kind of like how a DVR is technically always on, because it has to get all this information from you know the service provider, would right. be able to kind mm-hmm. of enhance the TV experience that way, as opposed to, you know, oh, we're going to just make the Xbox system itself be a DVR, per se. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm that, okay with that, though. That, that I'm pretty okay with. Um, and that kind Unless of makes sense. I have sense. to pay for gold. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're probably going to oh, have God. to. If anything, cut that crap out, guys, because that's a joke now. Well, they better... They'll keep gold, I'm sure. I'm just hoping that like those features would be gold-specific, if anything, and just not be like, well, now we're doing platinum! It's $100 yeah. <laughs> a month. Like That would be... That'd be insane. See, that kind of like DVR supplemental thing for TV... Makes sense why the Xbox would be always on. The key is, as we're going back to our previous conversation, we don't know if that impacts games or specific applications on the device. And that's where Microsoft's not saying anything yet. And this is where the community is kind of just like, what are you doing here? I may be buying a PS4 if you mess this up. So now we get to... (laughs) This Microsoft creative director. Buzz, what did he say? Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam. Okay. I wish after all this build-up, Buzz is like, oh, I don't know know anything about Adam. What are you talking about? Anyways. I know Orthy, but not Adam. I I got his tweets up here. It all started with Twitter. So he he started off. He posted to his Twitter account. His Twitter account is at Adam underscore Orth. And he's he's kind of a big deal at Microsoft's game center. Yeah, he's an important figure. And, uh, um... Keep in mind, these tweets are all now marked private, so you can't go find the originals, but there's screenshots all over, so everyone caught it in the act. So anyway, so the first tweet he made is, Sorry, I don't get the drama around having an quote-unquote always-on console. Every device now is always on. That's the world we live in. Hashtag deal with it. Sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) And so, obviously, like, Kadri, shh. (laughs) <laughs> she she has a lot to say about Adam Orth. He's trying to talk um, about Adam Orth. Or yeah, so these these kind of comments are frustrating because and and the internet has already done a good job of tearing these arguments down. But there's there's a lot of confusion about 
again, what always on means, people don't have a problem with internet connectivity being always active. If that's what always on means, then everyone's fine with it. But obviously he's being disconnected from what always on means. In this case, you can't play your device unless the internet's working. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite example someone gave in some comments of one of the responses to these tweets was like, like you know, like, look, for example, email. Email is always on. You can't get your email without you know the internet. But if I'm reading an email and my internet goes out, I can keep reading that email forever mm-hmm. until the end of time. It doesn't go three minutes and then stop and say, well, you don't have internet connection, so I'm going to hide this email from you. You know, like you still can work offline with the stuff you have. And to be honest, I can think of very few things that are always on. Right. Like, in, in that sense. Yeah. Like if, if my internet goes out, I can still read the websites I'm looking at. They're cached in my browser. A lot of my games still work. Sure, I can't play multiplayer. Even my phone, like if my internet goes out, I can still open apps. So really it's kind of a false notion that the world, you know, that we have these things that are always on and have to be on. The only thing that are always on is like Netflix because I have to like stream the video. But mm-hmm. anyway, so so going on with the tweets. So then this other guy, Manveer... Air? Air? Mm-hmm. Air? Yeah. He's a it. developer at Bioware, you know, pretty yeah. high up in, in on, worked on Mass Effect 3. Yeah, so, so again, so Orthy says, sorry, I don't get the drama about having an always on console. Manveer Air responds to him and says, did you learn nothing from Diablo 3 or SimCity? You know, some people's internet goes out, right? Deal with it is a crappy reason. And he didn't say crappy. <laughs> I know. That's the, my buzzsaw filter, sorry. There you go. Um, and then... Uh, Orthy responds to him and says, electricity goes out too. That one made me the most angry because that's the same thing Blizzard said when they were first announcing their online stuff. When mm-hmm. people were like, dude, put LAN in it, you know, so the internet goes down all the time. Like, electricity goes down too. Honest answer, when's the last time you guys' electricity went out? Hmm. Mine goes out probably once a year. Yeah, uh, right. Sometimes when there's a storm. Yeah. Se- like, several months ago, though. It's yeah, but, but when's the last time your internet went down? Oh. <laughs> More often than that. Episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this episode. like the last two episodes. <laughs> well, but it's true though. Like, um, I just discovered, for example, whenever my my uh, cable modem does a IP lease update, in other words, my IP address changes, mm. it took like four hours. Oh, jeez. Like my IP dropped, and then I had no internet for several hours until it reset and got gave me a new IP address. And I was like, wow, that that sucks. I have to go through that every couple weeks. But anyway, point being that the whole electricity goes out too is a terrible, you know, response, whatever. But uh, so then Manveer Air responds again. He says, you've lived in, you know, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, very connected places. Try living in Janesville, Wisconsin or Blacksburg, Virginia. And uh, Adam Orth responds, why on earth would I live there? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, but the, the point being. The choice was, for some people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's see. Do I have the rest of the tweets? Anyway, eventually it comes down to Manveer and Orthy claim that they were kind of joshing each other. That was kind of just joking around a little bit, but it didn't really fly with people because it's like in this delicate time when rumors are flying about the Xbox, if you're a representative of Microsoft and Xbox, you don't want to say stuff like that during these times. It's just not smart. Kind of with like the elitist snob, like why do I want to live yeah. in a place like that? Eh, yeah, knows at you. It, or, or Orthy goes on to make other tweets that are like, you know, 
uh, oh, sometimes my electricity goes out, therefore I will not buy a vacuum, you know, kind of thing. And he was, he was trying to he was trying to parallel the whole internet arguments kind of thing. The mobile reception in the area I live in is spotty and unreliable. Yeah. I will not buy a mobile phone. <laughs> and uh, again, the, the counter argument being, like, those are dumb statements because, you know, my vacuum requires electricity to function. Without electricity, it cannot do what it does. But if I'm playing Portal 2 by myself, I don't need internet. Internet does is not vital to the functioning to, to, to that functioning properly. But unless you're spying on me with DRM in case you're yeah. in case you're a scumbag, you know? yeah, exactly. It's it's arbitrary. It's an arbitrary rule, and some engineer had to go to the effort to say, "Hey, watch for internet." And if the internet ever drops, kick him out of his game. Like you had to write extra code to do that, an extra effort to do that. So. Obviously, people have a right to be offended at the notion of, you know, everyone has internet. Who doesn't have internet? Psh, you guys are all sissies. You guys are, you guys are chatting and tweeting using the internet right now. Gosh, I mean, what hypocrites! And it's just like, well, but uh, use internet when it's there. But when it's not there, there's stuff I can do in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when the, I, I tend to game more when the internet goes down. Yeah, like, I, I can't it's, talk to anybody. I can't communicate. True. I will play some games until the internet comes back up. 3DS or you know, some other portable system? or Yeah, yeah exactly. Tony, so. any thoughts on this one? Uh, j- just because this is kind of related, my internet's been going down because they've issued this speed to too many people in our area. <laughs> <laughs> too, much too much internet. If you've been wondering about that, and that's dumb, then yeah. <laughs> but according to Blizzard and Adam Orth, your internet does not go down. Yeah, you're in, you're, in, you're in denial. Also, mm-hmm. why would you want to live in Kentucky? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's actually a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, but okay. And, and so the follow-up to all this is that shortly after this whole Twitter incident, suddenly there were reports that Adam Orth is no longer with Microsoft. Yeah, and there's, there's absolutely no detail about how he left, why he left, or anything. But the world has a pretty good idea. Well, they said he resigned, but I'm I, not sure if I buy that one. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did resign when <laughs> Microsoft to came to his office yeah. and said, you know, you have You're one fired. day to resign. <laughs> <laughs> you can try to resign and save some face. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and you think there's another... ever a Mexican standoff where you know you're about to get fired and they just look at you and it's like a race to say I quit <laughs> yeah. before they do? Can, can the music play like... Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's been a lot of arguments about like, you know, hey, that was just his personal opinion, that he wasn't representing Microsoft, (laughs) or hey, it was just him and his friend, it's no one else's business. And again, the point comes down to, you posted it in a public space. It is not private. I can't post anything that disparages Chrysler Group, because I work for them. That's part of the company's rules. But but it's it's your private Twitter, man. It's your business. Not according to the laws of the contract <laughs> that you sign. But then again, people who haven't worked jobs like that don't know that. So, all right. And and Yoko, Yoko talks crap about Chrysler to me privately all the time, though. <laughs> I sure, I do not. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no. But I, again, the point being, you know, you can send private emails and rip on whatever you want. You can send private IMs and rip on whatever you want. But you cannot post public tweets and Facebook posts and rip on whatever you want. Yeah, then you're, you're liable. If you're, if you're joshing with Manveer there, your buddy, do it privately. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, well, because here's the other problem. 
He might have got away with it if he had a home Twitter, a home Twitter that did not say yeah. Adam Orth, you know, creative director, director. of Microsoft. Exactly. Yep. If he would have said, you know, you know, I'm I'm little Adam and I live in this city and I'm just a guy. He's, he's just you know? another internet troll person. <laughs> right, right. But the fact that he did it on a Twitter that's clearly labeled and clearly, you know, delineates him as a as a the creative director of Microsoft. Yeah, you don't want to say that kind of stuff publicly. Sorry, Adam. You well, there's there you go. There's more Xbox news, as if you know the rumors keep on flying. And this one apparently comes from a veteran tech blogger named Paul Thorat. He does the What the Tech podcast, and apparently this guy's you know has some experience. He's gotten things right before. He's he's a veteran. That's kind of what it means. But he claims, according to this IGN article, that. Microsoft's next console will be available from November for either $500 for a normal model or $300 for a subscription model. Uh, also that they would be revealing the system on a May 21st event, so look out for that date. Which is kind of weird because that's only like two to three weeks away from E3. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, two models coming in November, $500 for normal and $300 for subscription. Uh, let's see. Going back and look at the stuff. Actually says must be internet connected to use in the notes. Um, and then he also says that there is possibly something that also might be coming down the pipe as an Xbox 360 for uh, ninety nine dollars as a you know post launch kind of thing. That's pretty cool. He doesn't know it for a fact, but based on the fact that they're making one, he doesn't think that the new Xbox will play 360 games. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, I think it's more just to mention it uh, for posterity's sake in case that actually happens. And I'm down with you know having another reveal event before E3. I think it was a good yeah. idea for Sony to do that, whether or not they planned it, you know, what who they would be on stage and all that stuff. Whether that was planned well, it's a it's a different story. Go to Hell Square Soft. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for it. Um, but you know, I, I'm. I'm ready to have another event like that. Are you kidding? It'd be great. I, yeah, I, totally. I have mixed feelings on it. I don't mind extra events happening, but I just feel like the Sony one was so dry in terms of what they could have revealed, and they didn't show the console, and that upset a lot of people. And it was kind of kind of loose. It was kind of like, here, we're confirming everything you already know. See you in three. I kind of feel like they did it for that reason alone. Like, oh, yeah. everything got leaked. Let's let's yeah. hold a conference. <laughs> I just want E3, to be, I, want, yeah, I want E3 to be games and final details. Yeah, exactly. Like That's how you have a good E3 show. I, I, I do prefer that order over what Nintendo did, where they did the backwards. They did E3, like, here's all the details, except for the ones you care about. We're going to do, a couple months later, reveal, reveal the release date and, and price and all that exactly. stuff. Yeah. What, like, will yeah. Be good, what will be good is Nintendo probably will be very game-heavy this year, because everything's yes. already out. Yes, I, need I agree to be. with that. I'm I'm just hoping that maybe they do some more like another Nintendo Direct. We're gonna see Smash though. Ended. That's what I'm excited for. Oh yeah, we we're are see, gonna see. We're Smash. gonna see pictures at least. Yeah, at least pictures. That's a good uh, point. I thought they said a, a small trailer too. No, that's what that's what a lot of people have been like. Oh, maybe we'll get a trailer, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, but no. I think I think they will. 
I think I that's think, that's a discussion for when E3 gets closer. Yeah, we need to do our little our E3 game, our yeses and nos. Also, I, I think we'll do that again, that. but hopefully it just doesn't suck like it did last <laughs> year. <laughs> oh, I was reading God. about uh, BMO from Adventure Time. They should uh-huh. make that. <laughs> yeah, because it's a friend so, too. <laughs> who who wants to bet that the three hundred dollar subscription model will be an absolute ripoff? Me. <laughs> Because like they can really easily screw that up. So trying to they're trying to inch their way towards the cell phone model, mm-hmm. and that's that was terrible. Uh, I'm very eager to see if they have like a video game, like not not just like a few, like just one, because they haven't had one in like three years that I've cared about. <laughs> I mean, besides Halo and Gears, and that's about it. Yeah, and yeah. Well, maybe like, maybe Fable. Sorry, Fable the Journey. Like just they all just came out too, like new iterations. So, yeah. without that, even I don't know what they're gonna do. Can I throw one last jab into Microsoft? Yes. I, yeah, I retweeted this on Show Me Your News. at Microsoft. I retweeted on Show Me Your News's Twitter, and hold on, let me get the actual. It's very one-sided because Super's not here. I know he, he's going to be listening to this. Well, Super's busy all week, and I forgot to make you know that that mention. But it would be interesting to have him to reply to these, I suppose. But uh, the tweet comes from Xbox Jobs at Xbox Jobs, and this is a pretty fair transition to our next point, I think, where they say we have recruiters and hashtag three four three industries. Hiring managers at the at Disney hashtag career fair for impacted hashtag LucasArts folks today. Come see us hashtag tech jobs. So they basically said, hey, you know, hey, uh, did you work on a Star Wars game? Well, that kind of sucks for you. Well, 343 Industries is here. Let's You can join them and make Halo even bigger than it already is. Good, good PR, yay! Yeah. LucasArts is has been closed, shut down by Disney, and that means that the Star Wars games that we've been talking about for the you know past couple episodes or months before that, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and the Star Wars First Assault game that was supposed to be the precursor of interest to Battlefront three, those are canceled. Mm-hmm. Outright. That's sad. Hey. I think there's still, like, a glimmer of hope. Like, there there was so much progress and so much, like, hype behind it, at least 1313, that maybe they could sell off the assets and see if someone else would pick it up, but maybe not either because, you know, continuing on someone else's development work is also really hard. I think they've tried to do that, and if I've read correctly, and it's been a struggle. Yeah, maybe no one else has the time or desire to pick it up. So funny, it's an expensive project. I mean, you got yeah. Industrial Light and Magic working on that game, and it looks brilliant. Yeah, but... it looked really good, but yeah, not much you can do about it. So I wonder, like, how much of the profits like Disney gets? <laughs> too. Yeah, and it, it's unfortunate yeah, sure it's a lot of factors. The general consensus from from people about the LucasArts shutting down thing is that. Everyone's sad because there's a lot of great games they made in their olden days, but at the same time, everyone's okay with it because the last ten years or so, they haven't made any like smash hits or it's you know pretty true. come out with any really big games. So everyone's kind of like, ah, I guess it was their time a little bit. Not that we I want mean, them to close, Force just, Unleashed. Yeah, oh, Force so Unleashed. Good. I've so seen good. a lot more rage than you. I feel like 
Really? Just like people like, man, Disney, what the hell? Like, well, well, here's and that's the other thing too is like, like again, I grew up on LucasArts, so I loved LucasArts games, but it's game studios. They're hard to be profitable. They're such they're such gambles. I'm sure Disney just took one look at it in its history and it's like, mm, not worth it. Let's just drop it. And I can kind of understand that decision from Disney's. I, I do too. Not that I agree with it, but just I understand their position. But hey, I mean, the the good news that comes from this is that Disney specifically said, hey, we're going to switch to licensing deals. We're not going to kill Star Wars. We're just going to say, who else wants to make Star Wars games? Yeah, we'll sell you a license. You know? For a crap ton of money. (laughs) Jeez, Star Wars license. (laughs) That's true. Good God. They got to be fair about it. But, I mean, how cool would it be to see, you know, whoever your fir- current favorite developer is, pick up a Star Wars license and start making a game. You're like, yeah, they make good games. Do it. Hey, Retro, get on yeah. that. <laughs> retro, <laughs> step up. Uh, I mean, it's just all a... those rare employees go. There you go. They should be making Banjo 3 is what they, they should be doing. Should. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that my, my, my personal favorite is the Monkey Island series, and mm-hmm. that, that, that has long since been licensed to Telltale, so they're safe. Yeah. Completionist uh, just uploaded a video today of uh, a Sam and Max adventure game that they made a long time ago. Yes, he did. Nice. And then also the King's Quest games were apparently sold off to Activision. What? Wait. Not, not saying that like anything is going to be done with it in the near future, but... Didn't that happen a King's long Quest? time ago? It may have. I don't know. Yeah, King's Quest. Like, like did John Trump play... Oh, God. King's Quest Five. Ooh, and I was Cedric the Owl. Yeah. I like that game. That game was good. No, like, wait. Uh, I'm, I must be crossing my companies. They were sold off from Sierra to somebody, and then maybe they just recently got sold again or something. Like, something like that. I, I don't remember. I just remember seeing their name, that that uh, franchise name, kind of in the mix with all of this. Well, it's it's unfortunate, um, but yeah. it's yeah, it's not the first studio to close recently. I mean, you had THQ and, you know, there's several others along with that. So it's it's kind of a tough time for the industry. And like yeah. you said, it's it's tough to be a studio. Well, and that, I hope that we'll see kind of a general revolution in game development in the future just because it's so business-like and poorly run mm-hmm. that yeah. hopefully we'll learn our lessons and and do things that are cheaper because like because like my favorite example is you know ea is you know they're huge and they only fund these huge games mm-hmm. it's like look at indie games look at indie bundles why don't you form like a team of like six people hand them like you know one million dollars and send them off on a, a small project that'll be profitable what's wrong with that why does it have to be a $300 million game with a $400 million advertising budget. Like, you know. Like, yeah, you do also have the Wii U being open to indie gamers. You have the PS4 being very open yeah. to indie gamers. Um, but and it's like game even, makers. Those, even those big studios, it's like, yeah, keep your AAA big ones. We, we do like the big ones, but don't don't settle on we only make big ones. You that's know? a good point, that, yeah. That's that's very volatile. That's why they're losing money is, you know, they do take all these huge, huge risks and not all of them pay off. It's like, why don't you take lots of smaller risks and then you'll make money. There you go. So, I hope that's what Miyamoto is doing because he, like, moved down. Yeah. Please just got, like, a ragtag team of, like, old Donkey Kong developers or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. What can you do? Yeah, that's that's the business, unfortunately. Mm. The business. 
Um, April yeah. Fools. <laughs> April Fools. I, I don't know terrible. how. We, I don't know how we transition to April Fools from that. I leave the internet on April Fools. What? It's my oh, dude, it's favorite great. day. Hey, it used to be my favorite, but the jokes got bad and they got lame, and I just got sick of it. And I, I had to go to Google Reader the next day and click mark all as red because <laughs> it's all trash. So, hmm. I don't know. I want to give Cyberlink 420 and Game Buddy and everyone at Sonic Paradox. They did the a sucky no choosing day. Yeah, which was the uh, their take on the oh gosh, what Aoi Sekai no the the second Nintendo feudal Japan adaption like war (laughs) weird thing. Interesting looking anime, Um, and they did a a parody episode, you know, a bridge kind of thing. Very good, especially if you like games, you know, check that out. I think it's personal. Like I'm so happy, like brought back the columns music because it's yeah. been in my head. Like I didn't know what it was, and it came back. And I'm like, I love that song. <laughs> it was very, very good. Uh, it's over on their Sonic F series YouTube channel, so give that a watch. Um, Google, I think, knocked it out of the park this year, though. Like pretty much all the stuff they did was quite good. Google um, is usually pretty good each year. Um, I like uh, I missed their Toilet ISP. That was my favorite one. Oh, I didn't so, see that one. That was a good one. Um, they also had Google Maps became Treasure Maps. So it was kind of, you know, rendered in old style. Things with, you know, some mountains and all that stuff. And you had to, I guess, maybe find out where X marks the spot. I don't know. Uh, Gmail was Gmail Blue. And they, they've waited for years to make Gmail <laughs> Blue, which is just a, a blue... Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part is when they're like we tried lots of colors we tried brown we tried orange we tried yellow it just didn't work <laughs> um google knows was also a really good one where they kind of integrated their search engine with what smells were basically and so you yeah. you know search for something you get a smell and then apparently your computer monitor you know you know keyboard what have you will be able to eject molecules and all these kind of things <laughs> into the air so you'd be able to smell it right there awesome why google knows yeah. google knows <laughs> i feel like all that that crap to to an extent is them like really late trying to think of ideas like it was probably kind something of. that came about kind of yeah um, I think the best one, though, was that YouTube has been a competition all along. Uh, all you know, YouTubers had each of their videos nominated because for the past eight years, it was a competition to see what is the best video on YouTube. And so they would have an, they had an awards ceremony and all that where for 12 hours during April Fool's Day, they streamed for 12 hours straight of this guy at a podium and he was just taking like page after page and reading the title of a video, its description, you know, nominated. Move on to the next one. Oh my god. And I think I saw it because um, one kids for their Pokemon bridged, like had their episode one read off, whatever. So they shared a link to that or something like that. 
Uh, pretty funny. They actually made a video announcing all that. So they got a bunch of different YouTube celebrities. You know, Antoine Dodson was a judge or whatever. They had uh, Charlie and his brother from Charlie Bit Me. And they're all, not all grown up, but they're like, you know, five, six now. And so, like, they had some lines in there. And it was it was an amusing video that that's all it's been for eight years. But now to determine the winner, YouTube has to shut down for 10 years and we'll announce the winner in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they did, awesome. they did a pretty good job. They, they thought a lot about that one. Um, I don't know. Some of the weaker ones was uh, Sega's goat processing where you have the different goat noises in different Sega games. Um, gosh, what else? Super Duper Street Fighter 4 from Capcom Unity. <sighs> oh, I thought that was real. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me with all their, like, you know, their gold releases, re-releases, ultimate editions. That's just like them coming editions. out and be like, we canceled a Mega Man game. <laughs> Super Duper, yeah. And like, a Steam. Oh, oh, that, yeah. that wasn't a joke. Oh crap! And a Steam page for Half Life Four. Don't for, do that for, for Linux only. <laughs> I liked the picture you shared, Tony. I think it was on your Facebook. Tell uh, the comics about. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, this guy waking up like don't believe any Half Life Four rumors like all throughout Half-Life his like 3, waking yeah. up process. <laughs> or yeah, Half Life Three. Just like brushing his teeth, looking up, but he he sees it, and then he gets happy, and then he gets mad, and then he's like, he just starts caps locking, just obscenities with joining everybody else, and it just cuts the creator Half Life. He just like, he just goes shut down production, guys. Nobody wants it. Everyone just thought it was a joke. The internet doesn't want it. Mm. You post it to the uh, show me your news page. There you go. And that's a good point, Zero Ranma. I actually saw this one and listened to more than I would care to admit. Oh, he did it? I didn't know he did it. Yeah. Um, that was my idea a long uh, time ago. I told him to do that. <laughs> go go check out the Read the Manual April Fool's Day special. Uh, I got to look at what it's actually called because they now have two episode 61s. Um, one that's spelled out 61 and the other is their actual 61 episode. Um <laughs> Very, very good. I listened to too much of that, unfortunately. It's called Episode 61, Plastic Surgery Edition. I mean, just looking from, you know, the the show notes there, that looks like a really good episode. They talked a lot about, about a lot of great stuff, but well, I listened to too much of that one. Boy, oh, oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's great. So, yeah, definitely check that out. I didn't know he out. did that. Yep. Awesome. I've wanted to do something for Show Me Your News for the past like three years, and we've just like never had everything in place. And I don't know if I've said it before. I think I have on the show. Like I wanted to. Now it's like kind of an old idea, and it just isn't isn't that good. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'd be like you know to turn the the forum skin like a darker sort of theme, and you know have like a Team Rocket R take over our logo, like R forums, and then have the Team Rocket takeover music play on the forums the whole day. <laughs> the whole day. The whole day. So Team Rocket takes over on April Fool's Day. Like it's a it's kind of a dumb idea now, but <laughs> I don't know. Next year, 
next year. We'll we think will of do. I'll, I'll vow to it. It might not even be that impressive, but we'll do something next year. We'll figure something out. Life just sucks <laughs> right <Yeah>. now. <laughs> uh, nothing beat. Like I was kind of disappointed in April Fools this year because I thought last year was so so outstanding. Mm, yeah. Because we had tsunami come back. That's true. It was just such a fun night of, like, everyone's like, dude, Toonami's on. And I'm like, what? And I'm just calling Nick, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just watching Astro Boy on Toonami. Can we also make mention of what I think is the best April Fool's thing this year? Our friends over at Project M made a trailer and said, like, oh, this is turbo mode and had this little trailer combo video what have you a couple episodes ago on what are you playing super mentioned the melee impossible combo video and basically what it was is you know these guys hacked into melee so that all of these special moves had barely any lag after them so you can yeah. just like you know special move and a special move you can if you're doing Zelda they, Sheik, they, you know transform it, back and forth and l like l cancel everything yeah every cancel, single attack had a can it could be canceled mid uh mid animation right so project m did this and like oh for demo three this is it and they did a trailer of you know project m with this sort of mechanic in the game well you know april fool's day comes and goes and then the next day they say well Actually, in our next update, we're going to have this as a feature. So you'll be able to play this if you want to. <laughs> and it's going to be a trigger in Special Brawl where you go in there and it's, you know, turn turbo mode on or turn tur- turbo mode off. Um, well done. That is a great thing. When you, you see a crazy idea like that and like, you know what? We actually have the balls to make that true. The most common complaints regarded combos and speed, and it's just got like more tech skill faster. (laughs) Where's Samus? (laughs) Where's Samus? Is that Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) So I think that was. was When I I first saw the melee one, I thought it was real for a second. Mm -hmm. I I knew it was tool assisted, but I was like, wow, like really? This is like the next level of play? Like that looks crazy and i was like wait a second you can't do that something's fishy yeah <laughs> took took me a while to catch on i'm watching it i've never seen it oh it's it's, it's really good it's like it's got all the moves at the bottom the taunt yeah from luigi upbeat and air, and air, and air. <laughs> you're watching yeah. that just think that's gonna be real oh I, my God. I can play that that's post, so post, stupid post the link i want to see it again Anyway, while you do that, I guess I'll move on to the hilarity of the week. This comes from... But really, guys, where is Samus? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) For reals, though. This comes from metro.co.uk. And the headline says, Xbox players better in bed than PlayStation and Wii rivals, study finds. (laughs) So apparently, these people for a money-saving website, I'm not sure if it's the same one as I had my uh, soapbox last week when we were talking about like a, you know attractive game characters and all that, and I think some money-saving website also had this survey, but it was really poorly done. Not sure if it's the same site, but Voucher Codes Pro is the one who had this study, and they pulled 1,747 partners of gamers in the UK... <laughs> And they asked, how would you rate your partner in the bedroom? 
and then breaks down that by which system they play. And apparently, Xbox 360 pulls out, with 54% of Xbox gamers described as good or above, and 22% being regarded as excellent. I'm really sad Super isn't here for this now. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think he would say? He'd probably just approve. (laughs) We'd probably laugh. The bit I had prepared was we'd just kind of laugh about it, then I'm... Then I'd like call him out on like some of the antics he's been telling me about via text. I'm like, you know, maybe there's is something to this. <laughs> he has antics, you say. I guess we'll have to ask him about that next time. Um, what are your plan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not not here, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> of the respondents, 21% wanted more sex, less gaming from their partner. <laughs> Whereas an intriguing 11% wanted less sex, more gaming. Hmm. Joke's on them. I have all three systems. <laughs> uh, I don't know. doesn't it, work. This is, this is stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. Uh, I don't know who... All the money. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you just think money went into this. Money went into this so that we could learn this. And and why in such a poor use of that? I don't know. I don't know. You saw it, Tony. You're like, yep, yep. That's the hilarity of the week. You can't beat it. No, I just said we had to talk about it. I didn't really have a lot of oh. material for it. <laughs> okay. Do we, we have anything better? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I, guess I, I would say Orthy is pretty hilarious. I don't have anything, Kadri. We, we don't have more. <laughs> we don't have more. Did she hear us? So you got headphones on. Uh, I've I have earbuds. She can't hear you, but <laughs> she my microphone's exposed, so she can say whatever she wants. Oh, I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> Many times over have I been made aware of that. Like when you're talking about Dead Space. Oh man, that was wrecked. <laughs> Just like Dead Space now. Well, we get to ah. our story pool here, um, and the game company Armature, who has some people who worked on. Metroid Prime over at Retro. Apparently, because in the the great tale of Mega Man, there was a Mega Man X first-person shooter in development called Maverick Hunter. It sounds terrible. It it looks terrible and not really Mega Man. Like the features over at Polygon. If you want to check it out, it's a pretty long write-up and it has different you know gameplay samples. But this is apparently canceled. And probably for good reason. I think if you bring Mega Man back, a first-person shooter is not the oh, Okay, okay. Uh, people said that about Prime. So, I, I still would argue Prime doesn't really count. You think so? I mean, it, it, it has yes, the yes, feel of it, person, though, too. But yeah, it's not, it's not a shooter. It just isn't. Like, for one thing, you do lock on, so it's closer to, like, Ocarina of Time than it is to, like, any shooter I've ever played. And the controls are not dual analog, and, like, it's, it's more just an, an adventure from the first-person perspective. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I feel like it could have worked, but the, the problem is, like, the charm's not there. And no, so, no, well, no. I, I guess maybe if Mega Man were done in that vein, it would maybe work, but... Well, you look at Samus and Prime, and yeah, that's that's clearly Samus. You look at yeah. this, 
that that's not X. But there, there's yeah. different iterations of Mega Man, so I could have accepted that on that level. But you know what? That's true. I would play it if it were bad box art, Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not defending it at all because I, I'm pretty much. I pretty much agree. But okay, I'll say this: if they had other Mega Man games coming out that were Mega Man, and this was like something else that was coming out, I'd be like, all right, let's let's yeah. try something new. But it's like we're not. We're not getting the old. We're not getting anything for that matter. That sounds about right. Uh, also, Thief is being rebooted by Square Enix, and that looks pretty cool. Almost like Dishonored-ish, but, you know, Dishonored was kind of inspired by Thief, and people have, you know, fondness in their hearts for Thief. I mean, it's not something I grew up with, but the reboot trailer looks pretty cool. And that's supposed to be for uh, next-gen systems, I think. Have you ever seen... Have you ever watched Mad? Like Uh, a cartoon network? Have I watched what now? Mad. Mad. Like it's Mad like Mad TV? TV, but a cartoon. Oh, no. It's got a bunch of mismatch. I just looked over, and it's it was Pokemonsters, Inc. Oh. And Ash is just running around Monsters, Inc. town. Weird. It is really weird. That's Oh, wow. Speaking of which, Poke Awesome 2, that's a thing now. That's finally <laughs> out. It, it, it is. It's, uh, it's pretty different. <laughs> It's a lot different. Don't. It got built up too much. If he just like had it come out, yeah. But he'd been working on it a year, mm-hmm. and we've been hearing about it. You know what else he's been working on for a year? It starts with an S and ends with Lytus. Yep. Which I'm not sure if he's still going to do that or not. They had a they released Zelda Episode Eight hmm. after all that time. Really? It, it was basically just like John and Ego talking about like like slumps lately and stuff like that. It was pretty interesting. Hmm. But I was bummed out because they apparently somebody played it, the file, in between like oh, seven and really? eight. And they got a lot more stuff. <laughs> huh. And I was bummed out because I actually wanted to see that through because that was like one of the first three they did. Yeah. It's like Mega Man, Kirby and that. And then they just stopped. And I'm like, cool, they're going back, but I'm like Oh, they're just doing a dungeon and talking. <laughs> right. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V's box art was revealed through a mural. Pretty creative way to uh, you know, reveal that. And it actually looks pretty cool. I mean, it falls in line with all the different you know, Grand Theft Auto box arts of the past, where you have the different boxes and it features you know, different things here and there. Uh, it kind of shows off all the different things they're going to be able to do. And that's, that's going to be a big one come September. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Although, I'm more interested by the comments because they kind of bring up an interesting point where people don't really know, like young people who don't really know Roman numerals and all that. Because it's kind of interesting how they, for this, the five, they have the, the V for five, but then they also have a little banner that says five. And for Grand Theft Auto 4, they didn't have this, they just had the That's IV. True. And so there are stories there in the comment section of Kotaku. It's like, oh, geez, yeah, when I worked in game retail and that game came out, people were asking for Grand Theft Auto Ivy. And just like, ah, these, these freaking kids. kids. How do you not know Roman numerals? How can I reach these kids? I remember being taught that in school. I know, but 
American education system, blah yeah. blah. I'm really, blah. I'm really <laughs> starting. Blah, blah, blah. I'm really starting to like Roman numerals. They just look cooler, like when you're yeah, numbering stuff. Awesome, especially in games and movies. The WrestleMania whole, you know, blah, blah, two and blah, blah blah three and four. WrestleMania usually numbers it by that, and then this year, like the the poster just had WrestleMania in New York. Hmm. And when I made the Facebook event page, I'm like, no, I'm doing Roman numerals. Like, like I said, numbers in general are out. You know, you know Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows, not Sherlock Holmes two. Uh, speaking of stupid demographics with Roman numerals, but this one actually fits. <laughs> Have you seen the scary movie Five? Oh yeah. The the V in movie is just like a different color, and I'm like, yeah. oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see IGN's movie review on that? I mean, obviously it looks like trash. They gave it a yeah. one. They did they give it a one no. out of ten. <laughs> a one out of ten. Like that. That that's really bad. I'm um, surprised it got that high. Now, Batman: Arkham Origins was also revealed. Now, this isn't made by Rocksteady. This is a prequel before Arkham Asylum, and this is made by Warner Brothers Montreal. So they have some big shoes to fill here. Apparently it'll be twice as big as Gotham was in Arkham City, more taking to the streets. Uh, you have different, you know, eight different villains that are coming out on Christmas Eve to bring down the bat. And one of them is uh, Deathstroke, also known as Slade from Teen Titans. Yes. Um, I kind of hope they get Ron Perlman. Cause... I, yeah, exactly. Like That would be perfect. It... it... There's just a lot of factors with this. It is like a prequel, but like it's a different company, so a lot of people are just like, all right. Uh, Rocksteady came out and vouched for them, which I don't know if that means anybody, anything mm-hmm. to anybody. Hmm. But but the, I think the deal breaker for me is if Kevin's going to come back or not. Yeah. I honestly think that'll be the the factor there for me, buying it or not. I mean, with the streak Troy Baker's having, you never know if Troy Baker gets to be Batman. <laughs> Troy Baker is going to be... What do you mean, the streak he said? What's he... Well, Troy Baker is Booker in Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. He's also Joel coming up in The Last of Us. I mean, you're talking about two of the biggest games of the year, and Troy Baker as a voice actor is the lead in both of them. And it's like, and he's got that you know kind of deep male voice. It's like... Why not put him in Batman? Just that's funny. Uh, me and Nate had uh, when we started Bioshock, just get snow out of our voice or our head from yeah, yeah, FF13. That too, yep. And we hate freaking snow. <laughs> it's not Troy Baker's fault. And then he's also Kanji Tatsumi in Persona Four. We have to make mention of that. He's a lot of game. stuff. He's becoming, you know, debatable, of course, becoming the next Nolan North, and just like he is in a lot of things. He's somebody in the Sonic games too, just not as much because they haven't been using many characters. But is he? Oh, he's Espio. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I say Travis Willingham is Knuckles now, but hmm. anyway, that's that's a discussion for another time. And then also, unfortunately, Robert uh, Roger Ebert passed away. And you know, on this show, like we've talked about his thoughts of how games aren't art and how we disagree with that, but. He, along with Gene Siskel, you know, kind of brought movie criticism to the fold and, you know, made that something that people were interested in. So, I mean, he did a lot for the media industry and 
Uh, if you get a chance, I'm trying to remember what the website is, but there is a collection of like his 40 best, you know, review quips on you know negative reviews. I'll I'll try to remember to post it in the show notes. But you know, just a, a great collection of things. I've, I've always smart. heard about this dude, but I've never like known his history or anything. Like that's something I really need to sit down and do. Mm-hmm. He's just really famous in film, but just really not very popular or liked in games. Right. <laughs> Which is a shame. He he seems like a very opinionated like fellow, and he just says what he. I I can appreciate that. So yeah, yeah, it's just an unfortunate to hear. And he's yeah. been he's been battling cancer for a long time, so it's not too much of a surprise. But you know, just yeah. sad sad news all around. Yeah, it's still mm-hmm. a bummer. Uh, out recently, Defiance. It's a it's a pretty slow couple weeks recently. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. Defiance came out, and this is that show that's on Sci-Fi, and they're trying to do this big game tie-in, and I don't think that's gonna work out too well. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you're talking about a show on Sci-Fi, and if you want, if it, it's, I guess it's okay for a a kind of experiment, but when if you're trying to expect, you know. Oh, because we do this, we're gonna get you know a couple million people and blah 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 sales. No, no, I don't think that's you know to be expected. This show's apparently been greenlit for a second season, and the first season like just came out. I think it was greenlit for a second season before it actually started. So I don't know how desperate sci-fi is, but this defiance thing might just blow up in their face. <laughs> I got. They got SmackDown on there. On sci-fi? Yeah, dude. Why? There, there's a long story to that that I don't feel like going into. Have you seen that Zombieland I, okay, show I, they're making? Wait, Zombieland? Yeah, they're making a Zombieland show. Okay, I wanted to really? bring this up because it's stupid. Uh, they're making a Zombieland show, and it's going to be the same characters from the movies, but different actors. They have this whole world to play in. Terrible. They have this whole world to play in, but they're like, no, let's just recast the main characters. I'm like, that, no one's going to like that. Look, I get it. They're high profile now. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone, like, they went on and did bigger and better things. And you know, Woody Harrelson's still even a draw as well, but that's a dumb idea. A I, 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 get, I get, you know, wrestle, wrestling in uh, USA and Spike and all that. Like, that, that makes sense, but... Sci-fi? Unless they're going to pull out some freaking portals to pull tables out of and then hit each okay. other. As quickly as I can, uh, ECW was the third wrestling brand for a while, and right. they didn't have anywhere to put it, and Sci-Fi was like, yeah, sure. And uh, for a little while, they went with it. They like had like a vampire wrestler. What? They were just doing stupid stuff for a little bit, but then they just quit. And then it was just like they just kind of built this relationship in uh, UPN or CW, I think yeah, it is now. CW. Mm-hmm. They they didn't really want SmackDown anymore. So since sci-fi and wrestling had this previous relationship, they're like, hey, can we go here? So that That's why. I, I know it sounds okay. weird at first glance, but it, it was something that kind of, if you watched it develop. Coming up now on, on sci-fi is SmackDown. And up next... Firefly. Oh, it's so weird. I catch the end of so many weird movies, like on my DVR as I'm watching SmackDown. Coming up next, Mega Octopus versus Giant Shark or whatever. Dude, yeah. Oh, versus The Rock. <laughs> because why not? Battle but Block. Yeah. 
If they did, uh, real quick on that Zombieland thing, though. If they, like, had different characters in the Zombieland world, there could have been, like, an episode where the characters from the movie showed up. They could have yeah. did so much more, but they just, like, killed their show at the beginning for that stupid-ass decision. Uh, that's, that's sad. Just recast Bill Murray, too. <laughs> right. Damn it. Battle Block Theater is the game that Super was talking about a couple episodes ago on his soapbox. That's from Behemoth Games, who made is Alien Hominid. It is out now on like Xbox 360. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got to play that Xbox. And then, wait, have, be- then you have better sex, years. so there you go. <laughs> going to wait two years like Castle Crashers. Yeah, come out on Steam and all that, yeah. Uh, I'll look at that, because I am interested in that. And there you go, Buzz. Borderlands 2, the Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack. Yep, and it's free as part of the season pass. So I didn't pay for it. Yay! I got the season pass too on PC, and I still have to play. So when I play Borderlands 2, yeah, I'll hit you I used up. To be able there. to go to the higher level, yeah. But I just, uh, I got, I started playing, and uh, what happened? I think Minecraft took my soul away. But I'm still <laughs> trying to, I'm still trying to finish some of the DLC too. So I haven't even leveled beyond 50 yet. But I do have the pack, and I'm gonna start the third playthrough. with uh, sugar here soon. I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to start it too. I think they just dropped it to 40 as a base price for the game. So. Oh yeah. Well, then Amazon had a massive sale recently. Oh, they they did. Yeah. 25 bucks for the game and the season pass. Yeah, it was a one day sale. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I just saw. For- I just saw somebody retweet this, but Nino Cooney is like three thirty-three dollars on GameStop right now. That's pretty good like on, online. So check that out. Speaking of Nino Cooney, they're apparently considering uh, making a 3DS version Ooh. Uh, over in Japan because it was originally a DS game, and then they made it for PS3 because that makes sense. But um, you know they're considering to you know start in Japan first uh, to make a 3DS game, not official, but it's in talks that they would upscale the, uh, the the DS version and have Nino Kuni on 3DS. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool, I guess. We, we got like a slow few weeks coming up still. Mm, we do, we do. It's gonna. I mean, summer always is, but you we know, have a slow few consoles coming up. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you, uh, just think about it for just one second. A PS4. The quality. How long are games going to take to make? Hmm. Yeah. Like, excuse me while I spend the next six months painting this rock. Well, I mean, yeah. I wonder because it is all about the. Uh, it's w. on the PC platform, so they don't have to worry about. Oh, we have to deal with the cell processor now and how we allocate this memory. Yeah, but they basically it's still... develop a PC version and then you. I'm worried about the whatever. artists more than the programmers now. Like, yeah, the huh? engines will be. A quicker to deploy but like i feel like that was the point of of we use marketing is like stuff is hd it doesn't need to look that much better people can still make really pretty games on our console yeah and to a lesser extent the other two can as well but yeah. it's just like Who can? The, the triple the triple a yeah they're gonna go nuts and it is gonna take a while hmm Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> <laughs> but come out on stage at E3 and be like, did we say this E3? We meant, we meant next E3. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, and, me and Super are going to, we annually watch E3 together, so he'll get my live, like, what the 
whatever they do. I just think it's funny too that they're slightly cutting short. Like uh, Sony and Microsoft talked about a ten-year life cycle, and Sony's cutting out at six years or uh, I guess seven years. Yeah. And Xbox cutting out at eight years, so they're like, "Man, eh, time for a new console." Well, they'll talk about that they'll keep supporting it, but in reality, let, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. What, what happened with the PS2? Well, they yeah. kind of are, and it turns me off from the new ones because it's like Watch Dogs and uh, this other, like, a few games are going to be on PS3. And I'm like, you're not giving me a reason to upgrade if you do that. I'm just going to keep buying the one I got. I mean, I'm going to get whatever. Well, that's, that's another thing for another time. $599 uh, US dollars, you won't. Yep. $599 US dollars. Pretty Up much. until now. <laughs> Up until now. <laughs> The soapbox, mine comes from a link that GameBuddy shared with me. And I had a lengthy Twitter exchange with him about it because he was curious what I thought. Uh, and why did I just close out the outline? <laughs> That's goofy. Um, it's It comes from a just a random blog. And it honestly just looks like there's nothing too special with it. But considering that I am writing a paper on Bioshock Infinite... For my last grad school class that I have to take, assuming I don't fail this one, but let's be honest, that that should not happen. Um, and then I still have, you know, a, a documentary to make by the end of the year, and I hope to have something official on that when I'm going to be researching because it will be game related. I know that much. I'll be making a game related documentary for my thesis anyway. Woo. So, so I'm writing about. Bioshock Infinite, specifically for this citizenship class on how the citizenship in Colombia, if it you know effectively provides a good uh, sort of critique or commentary on citizenship in America today, and so it's an interesting. So I've been reading a lot about Bioshock Infinite, and after beating the game, I think Tony can attest to this. It's it's a game ending that. You want to read more about it. You want to look more into it because it has that kind of complexity to it. Mm. I could do an hour show on that oh, game. For, for spoilers, for sure. And we won't have spoilers in this one here, even no, though yeah, no. even though this article says in here, massive spoilers. So don't click on this article if you haven't beaten the game. But it's a really interesting write-up. And is it's basically a critique on Bioshock Infinite because the game has gotten tremendous reviews. I mean, it's my game of the year so far. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's interesting to see people make critiques on it. Uh, so what did Game Buddy say on this one? Basically, he said, hmm, I read someone's thoughts on Bioshock Infinite who found Elizabeth to be a poor female character based on her prize status. I'm like, really? Of all the critiques that you could have made, let me see if I can find where in this write-up uh, he has this uh, this thing here. And again, I'm trying to look and you know get around spoilers and all. So the guy says in the article, Elizabeth's story is a modern-day, well, 1912-day combination of Rapunzel and Beauty and the Beast, a young, beautiful girl kept in a tower prison, guarded by a threatening monster, only to be rescued by a handsome prince. I'm all for repurposing fairy tales as modern-day narratives, but in this case, it's a pretty regressive starting point for the plot. 
Elizabeth is literally the prize, the golden trophy, the thing to be rescued by one man from another man's clutches. It's especially galling because she has the power to open tears between alternate universes, literally able to go anywhere in an infinite multiverse, and yet she's still trapped in a tower. They make some attempts to clarify her imprisonment as more psychological than physical, but still. Throughout the game, she says she wants to travel to Paris, and yet one of the very first things she does in the game is open a portal to that city. She can literally go anywhere, but she needs a big, strong man to escort her there? <laughs> um, and then it goes a little more into that. Did they beat it? <laughs> it doesn't sound like they beat it. And that's the thing, like, I, you know, Game Buddy you know, mentions it and brings it up, and he was actually curious on my thoughts after I replied to that first one. I said, uh, disagree, that disregards her character arc, not to mention her own motives, since, uh, and I said something that, yeah, might be spoilers. Um, it's one thing to say improvements could still be made, but to compare other female roles slash leads, Elizabeth is very well done. I mean... Because you look at other female characters and then you compare it to Elizabeth and like the quality is very evident. Um, those who say, and like, he actually says in this article that she has no character arc at all. Uh. And I completely disagree with that. She goes from being a helpless waif to a, oh, nope, nope, spoilers. And he says there's no arc for her, no evolution, no response to her situation. She exists only to make conflict uh, tug at our heartstrings. We must protect the innocent young girl. She's if just a If you didn't get attached to her as she was awesome throwing you ammo and health and money all the time, then you're, you're wrong. The guy also says he I love plowed... That chick. The guy says he plowed through the game. And I don't think that's a that's game that you... That is that's, not the way to play this game. Yeah, that's not, not how you do it. Um, what else did I say? Um, and I said, if I'm not mistaken regarding the tears, at a normal power level, she only seems to be able to enter the tear at the same point in space. You know, they, they enter a couple tears during the game, but it's always at the same space, yeah. just yeah, at a different right, time. Right. I think and she I can look at stuff or yeah. and hear stuff, but she can't like... So, so this guy's argument was basically she can open tears. Like, that's that's a central point of the story. It's not spoilers or anything. So why can't she just open Paris and go step right in? Dude, she needs a big, strong man. And, you know, honestly, the big, strong man bit doesn't really work that well. When sometimes, like, she's the one that has to lead Booker. Like, they kind of work together and they have their own conflicts. And she can fight back on her own. Like, she has her own thoughts. And, you know, for spoilers' sake, just look at the moment or the moments... In the events where she changes her look distinctly. Yeah. You want to tell me there's no character arc there? That's ridiculous. So, I don't know. If you finish the game, uh, you know, maybe give the article a read. It's in our show notes. But he makes some interesting points, I suppose, talking about the uh, the timeline of the events and you know what can be done in the span of what time. But um, overall, I did not really agree with you're, you're exactly right on the you have to be right about the whole point that they have to be at the same point in time mm-hmm. or the same area because that undermines the entire like journey if they can do that oh yeah because there's no reason for them to 
you know what I mean? And for some of these logical things, like you have to, you know, kind of understand like it's it's a game, it's like a, a concession for a story like that. That when you delve into science fiction, like there's some weird things happening. I mean, I had Sword Hunter just finished Zero Escape Virtues Last Reward, which is fantastic if you like the whole you know different timelines kind of gameplay and all that. Um, and you know some concessions like have to be made. Like they're they're small ones, but I guess yeah, okay, if you make a big enough deal about it, maybe. But there are other things, like, I, I'm going to guess, like, he, if he plowed through it, he didn't look at things like the voxophones, which, you know, say certain things. There probably is something about the world that she's only allowed to do this at a normal power level. And I don't know if I'm... There was a lot of voxophones near the end that hmm. made oh. her a lot more, like, there was a lot more depth added to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I only got, like, 40... You know, five or so of the box phones, the eighty one. So, like, there's where the hell were they? Yeah, <laughs> I was exploring a lot. I don't know. I but, was too, and apparently we both missed half. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm glad that you know Game Buddy shared that with me. It makes me really interested to read the critiques. Just some of them aren't that valid, and I think if you're rushing through the game and you're not kind of absorbing in it, um, you're not going to get everything with the story. But I appreciate the share. And it you know just makes me more excited to write about it. Although now I'm halfway through this paper and I'm like, I want to be done. I so want to be done. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Let's go next. Who goes next? <laughs> Buzz, you uh, still there? I've already soapboxed about Microsoft. So I don't got any special topics. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, so I'll <laughs> real quick say that I was waiting for Adventure Time and uh, others to go on Netflix for months. Oh, yeah. Like, they made a big deal about, oh, we're getting Adventure Time. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to marathon that. Yeah, they finally put it up. And it's one season. Yep. They did <laughs> that for all the shows. They, they did, did that, yeah. For... One season of, like, Johnny Bravo, one season of, like, all their shows. Like, uh, one season of Samurai Jack. And Oh, that one's infuriating, too. Like, they every put up cartoon... two seasons of Dexter's Laboratory. So. Yeah, there, there's some that are, like, two or three. Every cartoon I've ever wanted on Netflix is on there, and I'm not going to watch any of it, because it's only like a little bit, and that really pisses me off. Just watch. They're going to add another season, but they'll take off the old one. No, I'm pretty sure they'll add all the other ones just in time, but I wasn't prepared for that. Like This was two months of, I'm not going to watch any Adventure Time, because it's all going to Netflix, and then I'm not, so... (laughs) Maybe resorting to pirating. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they they they're really bad with DVDs, Cartoon Network too. Yeah, like they're so bad. I want to watch Curtis Cowardly Dog. That was my favorite back in the day. The worst was a cow and chicken. <laughs> that was a weird one. It's terrible. I watched it's, some Johnny Bravo last night though. It made me so happy. Yeah, no, I've watched Samurai Jack too. Just. Yoko, did you know uh, Mako was uh, Aku? No, I did not know that. Yeah, so they, they've like talked about reviving it, like I think doing an ending, because they didn't get to finish the story, and that that's like going to be a problem. Hmm. He's gone now. He was uh, Uncle Iroh for the Uninformed. Yep. Everybody loves him. Or if anyone else made the Legend of Korra connection, <laughs> like I did at first... Oh yeah, that not was that, not that Mako. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, just real quick, because I care about this, uh, Evangelion three rebuild is coming out on Blu-ray, the twenty fourth. So, 
in Japan. That was out in theaters for a while there. It's been out in theaters, but Japan is a lot better with don't bring cameras in our theaters. Yeah. (laughs) Which we got a crappy camera like way later, and it was really not good quality. And I watched it because I wanted to see it, but I can't wait to have a Blu-ray. I want to still see a good quality of the Ace Attorney movie. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that's out there. Aren't they making a second one because the first one did so well? (laughs) I think they might be. I heard they were making a second one. Although I heard that they had some Matt Ongard stuff at the end of the first one. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So good. Now I gotta go play them all again. Thanks a lot. I don't know what a thought would be. We didn't have much time to advertise this episode and all that stuff because, you know, Super's out of town. Tony's got a birthday. What are you I've guys buying me for right. my birthday? That's the thought. I need a haircut. <laughs> what are we buying you? I need a haircut, too. We're not going to buy Tony a haircut. I could, just got one. Could buy Tony a shaved head. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about that one, but I, I went down really low mm. the last one. I've been growing a beard, but I think I'm going to shave it because it looks... I don't know. I think you'd look good with a beard if it grew out fully and not. I feel like I feel like not clean, like for some reason because you get. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta gotta maintain it to like you know if you want to do like goatee or whatever. I think goatee work better. But I I'm in lazy state right now with my shaving, so I I hear you there. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, I can grow it. It grows obscenely fast. Not Gerard fast, but... <laughs> not, not Gerard fast. But I do have a pretty decent beard in two weeks from just laziness. Yeah. It's just trimming it. It's too half beard. There you go. Just shave half of it off. You should get steam. Oh, yeah? That's a good birthday present to yourself. You don't have steam, Tony? No. What? <laughs> Millions are dead. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess I, all I need is an Xbox controller to yep. play with a controller, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what I did for Bioshock Infinite. I know I know. PC Master Race, mouse and keyboard, only way. No. No good, sir. <laughs> People could gift me stuff on there, too, couldn't they? There you go. That's what I'm saying. I guess I'll do that tomorrow. There you go. Here's a thought. Guys, Tony, guys, get Steam. If you guys yes. want to get me stuff on yes. Steam, I'll, I'll definitely try it out. Cause we, we can celebrate your birthday a lot easier if you have Steam. <laughs> That's true. What's <laughs> our DVDs usually? That, Say Buzz that, and I as our birthdays important. passed in February and we got no Steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's actually the good thing about Steam sales is not you're not just for yourself, but I've had people like around Christmas time just be like, yeah, I got you some games. Like they were all mm-hmm. on sale for like a buck, but yeah. hey, I didn't pay the buck. That's still cool. I mean, I mean, I'll do that too if I see a sale and I want somebody to buy. We did that like before. A- Xbox doesn't do that, and I would totally like gift people Banjo Kazooie. But that was like the. I think we might. Did we do it before Steam? Um, it's a long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was a good idea. I was like, yeah, dude. Cyberlink says, yeah, dude, I bought you Strong Bad's Cool Games for Attracting People Episode 5. I'm like, yeah, how about that? Sorry, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I'll, I'll get to it. How you, how you make a Steam? Uh, Steam.com. <laughs> 
Pretty much. It'll take you to Steam Powered. You'll get the Steam client, sign up. Steam.com. Why am it I does, getting shower even... porn? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Steam Powered. Yeah, Steam.com is former home of Steam Tunnel Operations. This domain <laughs> is not for sale. You can't have it. <laughs> yeah, um, but basically yeah, you download the PC client and then you make an account and you have a Steam account. I gotta pay gold? No. Pay gold? What? No. I'm kidding. Yeah, and then you also have to get Facebook black, so... Facebook <laughs> black. They only updated Facebook again for Nathan. Like, it hasn't done yeah. it for me yet. But I actually just... We just looked at it, and he was just like, You remember everything you liked about Facebook? Well, now it's upside down. <laughs> so every time it's just like, it's fine. Like, you, you adapt to it, and then it's like, we moved everything in. It's like, good. <laughs> That's what that. I wanted. The only yeah. constant in this world is change. Yeah, no. Ain't that the truth. Well, we're off next week, and then we'll come back with another episode. Maybe we'll have some more ridiculous Xbox stuff. Maybe someone from Microsoft will say something stupid again. <laughs> we, we can only hope. The next but... creative director at Microsoft has his own tweets. <laughs> and then he's also let go again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Buzz, thank you for being on the show. Um, Anytime. As we hope to have gone more. Me, it's been a while. Yep, definitely, yeah. And Tony, happy birthday, my man. Thanks. Hope it's a good 24th. Mm-hmm. Get ready soon. <laughs> Get drunk. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, right. Drunk with, and laser tag. With that, I am Yoko. I'm the Buzzsaw. I'm Tony. We're out. See ya. <laughs>